Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to The Recovery Radio podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Visit my website, recoveryradiokmp3.com, and to get the books, go to sarcasticbigbook.com. And as always, I am so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day's just getting started, or it's just winding down, or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are, you and me, and I am glad for that. And I'm grateful I've been desire to drink today. I have my normal coffee here with me. I'm just ready to rock and roll right now. thought today I would talk about the simplicity of the tools. Because normally, when I find myself in some kind of anxiety or doubt, or fear, or confusion, um, I'm just, I've just forgotten the basics. I've just forgotten um, to apply one or more of the simple tools that the big book gives us. And for me, it comes down to the following. So, um, it could be issue number one. Maybe I am playing God. Um, with good motives. That's like a big one. When I say playing God, I mean like I know what's supposed to happen for you or for me. And I'm going to clutch that idea. I'm not going to let go of it. Because if it did happen for me or for you, I'd be pleased. Life would be wonderful. Everybody would be happy. That right there is almost always something that I remind myself of and that solves it. Whatever it is. Because it's normally that. Normally I am operating on self-will and my motives are really good. Let's see what the big book says about that. Shall we? Let's go to page 60. Last paragraph. How do we do step three? 
exists. The first requirement is that we be convinced that any life run on self-will can hardly be a success. On that basis, we're almost always in collision with something or somebody, even though our motives are good. Most people try to live by self-propulsion. They're like an actor who wants to run everything. They're trying to arrange the lights, the ballet, the scenery, and the rest of the players in their own way. Their arrangements can only stay put. Everything will be sweet. All right. Let's go up to a little page called 87. Second paragraph. First full paragraph. Right in the middle. We ask especially for freedom from self-will. Actually, go over page 86. Last full paragraph. The paragraph that starts with on awakening. We consider our plans for the day. Before we begin, we ask God to direct our thinking especially asking that it be divorced from self-pity, dishonest, or self-seeking motives. Self-seeking motive is like... Last line on page 87, we constantly remind ourselves we are no longer running the show. So that's normally all I need to remind myself of to get me straightened out if I'm feeling anxious or stressed. It's normally that. Normally I'm attached to an outcome. I know how it's supposed to go. And I'm just simply suffering from the delusion that I could rest satisfaction and happiness out of this world only by managing. I actually believe if that I, if I leave the results alone and I just do what I know to be the next right loving thing, I can't be happy. I need to meddle. I need to really get in there. That's usually all I need to do. Another thing I go over, if I'm feeling uncomfortable, in collision, stressed out, anxious, scared, I'll go to the next simple tool that they give me. Page 66. Actually, 67. Halfway through that top paragraph. When a person offended, we said to ourselves, this is a sick man, how can I be helpful? God save me from being angry, thy will be done. So when I'm offended, when somebody's wronging me, if I'm annoyed by somebody, am I practicing this? Am I looking at my being annoyed with someone as an opportunity to reach for and demonstrate God somehow? 
can almost hear it now because I've had this conversation so many times. Yeah, but what if the person's really difficult, though? Yeah, no shit. Most people are. <laughs> it's specifically for that person. In my experience. And it doesn't mean being servile or scraping and just doing whatever people ask. But it means when I'm offended, I'm to remind myself they're spiritually sick, just like me. I'm to ask God how I can be helpful to them. Sometimes the right, sometimes, sometimes the most loving thing you can do is block someone. Anyways, that's number two. Number three, so first I say, am I playing God? Second I say, am I realizing that people who wrong me are perhaps spiritually sick? And am I trying to demonstrate God? Then, third one, it's on page 68. Last full paragraph towards the bottom. We let him demonstrate through us what he can do. We ask him to remove our fear and direct our attention to what he would have us be. And at once we begin to outgrow fear. So am I doing that when I'm in fear? Am I practicing that simple tool by just asking God to remove it and then pivoting to something loving or am I rehearsing that fear going over it talking about it looking at it thinking about it sharing about it giving it power and the simplicity of the fourth tool I want to talk about it's on a little page called sixty nine. Um, second to the last full paragraph. In this way, we try to shape a sane and sound ideal for our future sex life and says we subjected each relation to this test. Was it selfish or not? Am I in the foreground of my thoughts or is somebody else? Honestly, honestly, if I'm honest with myself. I mean, those four simple, simple, but not easy tools the big book describes almost always straighten me out. And if I'm not willing to do those things, I got to do an inventory. I'll write it down, read it to somebody and make amends if I have to. But if I'm not willing to do those things, my experience is that I'm blocked to a degree that I'm not comfortable with. 
So anyways, hopefully that helps somebody. Uh, let's see. I'll give a shout out today to my friends in Canada. Give a shout out to Chelsea, to Kelly, to Candace, to Cass. And, um, I'll give a shout out to Tom, Tony, Eric, Sean, John Barleycorn, Dave, and um, give a shout out to Taylor and Mackenzie. And I want to give a shout out to Christy. Give a shout out to um, G Money. He knows who he is. We've been talking about uh, Steely Dan lately. And um, I want to give a shout out to Mallory. And if anybody needs to hear it, I will say everything's okay. And write me, sarcasticbigbook at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram, sarcastic.aa.book. And um, yeah, I gotta go. There's some people outside with Sharpies various things for me to sign for being so beautiful. I'm looking out there and seeing what they're having me sign. It looks like I'm going to sign a baseball. It looks like I'm going to sign a jersey. I'm going to sign a bikini. I'm going to sign a Judas Priest record. I don't know why. I gotta go. I gotta go. Anyways, I do not know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that's worth saving, and I hope you do the same.